Okay, we are live now. So good evening, everybody. Welcome. It's February the 20th, 2020. And you're at a new human experience podcast. And the topic for tonight is why am I here? So I don't know about you people, but um, lately I've been asking myself this question a lot. Because somehow I'm experiencing a fair, like, I would say, confusion and frustration. I mean, I'm not saying that it's anything new. I'm not saying that I've never felt confusion or frustration before. However, um, I'm just saying that I'm more aware of it now. There are times in the past when there are days when I just couldn't seem to um, focus and I'm just, the, the day just, you know, passed by without me having accomplished anything. And I wouldn't know, notice what happened. However, now I kind of am noticing that, oh, that's because I'm just at some conscious and unconscious level feeling frustration and confusion. That's why it translates to me not being able to focus on anything and so I would just, you know, somehow let the day pass me by without accomplishing anything. And so now that I'm more aware of it, of what's underneath that, that kind of day, so I'm more aware of the confusion and the frustration that is um, on, a very, on a very unconscious level. And, and it's getting to be more and more conscious as well. And when I start to think about it, it's, it's like, why is this? I mean, yeah, it's not like I don't have anything to do. I do have a lot of things that I want to accomplish. But um, somehow there is something that is just confusing or muddying the water so that I can't seem to focus on anything at all. And when I start to tune into what, what's that about, I, I, I got that, yes. Confusion, frustration, that's where we are at because we, I am, and we are all of us together in transition. And so being confused and frustrated is part of this process. That's why I want to bring this up in, in this um, episode of, uh, of the podcast to really focus in on, on it and hopefully um, get some um, more insights and maybe some ideas about how to get clear, clearer and also to um, how to proceed even when we're confused and frustrated. And this, this, uh, this transition is actually happening on the whole human collective level. And we're all on a journey of transitioning out of playing with separation, playing with 2D, um, 3D and all that. And actually we are all transitioning and moving into playing in oneness. And this is a big change. It is, it is kind of um, the analogy I want to use is, is, is that it's kind of um, graduating from high school and going into university. And if you imagine that we, um, as in humanity, have been in the school system where everything had been structured 
so so you you kind of enter into from kindergarten you everything is is kind of structured for you you have your seat assigned you have uh, assigned uniform and you have assigned courses to take and there and and even if you want to use the bathroom you have to you have to ask for permission to do that and then you get to university so now that we have all graduated kind of um and and uh, the analogy is that we all graduated from high school so at the end of high school we go to university and this university is not just like the, the university in the same system it's a totally different system and this in this university, everything is new, where nothing is assigned. No one will tell you what courses you um, have to pick. No one even tell you which major or what specialty you want to take. You have complete control. You can pick your own courses. You can even pick your own teachers. And everything, uh, you can wear whatever you want to and if you don't feel like it you don't even have to go to class you can just take it from online from online so nothing is assigned and you get to pick you get to be your own um you have to you get to create your own university experience so that is kind of what humanity is going through now everything has been so structured and now we're in the process of actually taking down all of those structures or as many of those st structures as we choose to on the, the human collective level. And that is the opportunity that we have now. The question though is how do we make that transition? So on an unconscious level, that is the question or the task that we each and every one have been um, entrusted with. And that's why there's that confusion and frustration that's coming up. And it's coming up at a very deep level because we know what needs to be done. We know the, and we kind of know what needs to be done, but we don't even know what the end result is going to look like because nothing has been decided yet. We each and every one that is in the human collective gets to decide individually how we want that to look. And there is nothing, um, it's not like we are going to hold meetings and get to a consensus. There is no consensus. We each do what is within us. And so that is something that's completely new. And that's why sometimes I just, I was just, you know, so confused and frustrated that internally I'm kind of screaming in, in frustrations and say, just tell me what to do, my higher self, tell me what to do and I'll do it, whatever it is. However, that is the problem, is that um, I've been so accustomed to being told what to do. And that is, that's not going to work anymore in the new paradigm. Because in the new paradigm, we get to choose what to do without us knowing how to choose it. So then 
there are so many moving parts. So how do we proceed from here? How do I figure out what is my next move? Our soul, I believe, I believe that our soul or my soul to be more specific chose to be here at this moment in time for a reason. And I don't quite know consciously all of the reasons that I'm here. So that's why the topic for tonight is called why am I here now? So I would like to say that I have, you know, figured it all out and, you know, I'm the guru, but, you know, I am just totally lying if I, if I say anything close to that. What I do know is that being confused is really part of the process. And I may add that being frustrated is also part of the process. And the challenge is to be comfortable with not knowing and the confusion and still be able to move forward. So then the, the question is, so how do, you, how do you make a move? How do you lead yourself in the face of confusion and in the face of not knowing? So we kind of know the general direction. The general direction is oneness. Is that whatever, wherever it is that we end up, it has to be good for everyone, not just some people, but for all people. So, um, and it has to work with, with everyone. The system right now works for some people. Like for, for some people, it really works well. They have all the money, they have all the, the, the prestige and all that. And then there are others, people, um, in different parts of the world or even in the same location who don't have even enough to eat. Some people have to spend the nights and, and live on the streets. So right now the system is very um, one-sided, it's unequal. And what we want to move towards is that, is to create a world, a, a society that everyone has all they need. It's good for everybody, not just for some people or a few people, but, but everything has to work for everyone else. And that's, that's kind of the general direction of where we're going. So when I start to look into the, the, um, the question, and find, trying to find the answer to the question of how do you lead yourself in face of confusion and and not knowing about the future so i think the the suggestion or the answer i come back with is that we have to get back to basic because i know i know that we have all the answers already inside we just have to really look within to find those things so i come i came up with a few suggestions. The, the first suggestion is that you, it's really time to get back to our own core values. So there are some things, I know that for myself, there are some things that I won't do, no matter what happens. For example, I won't kill someone, um, no matter what happens. So really being cruel to someone else is not something um, 
Like I, that's not a place that I want to stoop to. So I know that there are some core values. And or I know that if I get um, reacquainted and or really um, get back to my core values, then that would help me along to figuring out what it is that I should do or I, 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 that would inspire me and attract me to do. So I suggest is to go back to discover your own core values. So some of the methods that we can do that is, um, I would give you one suggestion. However, there are so many different ways that you can do that. Um, one of the suggestions that I would give is to just, um, on a piece of paper, just brainstorm, like write out at least 10, 20 different values that, um, that somehow you, that's meaningful to you. So for example, um, being, let's see, what, what are some of the facts? So integrity, kindness, inspiration, compassion, empathy, those are some of the, 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 the values that I can think of within myself. So then just uh, go, go in and just think of, brainstorm at least 20, like between 15 to 20 values. And then what you do with that is um, within those values, because like within the, the 20 or maybe more than 20 values, they usually are clusters. For example, for myself, like kindness and compassion, kind of, they, they are just similar things. So then that would be a cluster. And for example, so, integrity, inspiration, or um, empathy. So I would say, so just look at your list and kind of the, the, the values that are similar, then group them and have that as a cluster. That's what I mean by cluster, is to group the similar values ones and, and then prioritize them. Like if you have like a lot of clusters, let's say if you have six or seven clusters, then you may want to prioritize which are the ones that are most important to you. And I would suggest that you pick three, three of them. Usually um, three to five is the most we can really work with. So I would suggest three is to just be more, um, be more precise. Just pick three of the core values that really resonate with you in with everything that you do in your life in your daily life is to start to start to reevaluate so if these are the three core values let's say if my core value is um, integrity inspiration and kindness for example then how what are some of the things that I can do and do more of incorporate the, the activities in my day that would cover all of those integrity, kindness, and inspiration? Um, what can I do? What activities would be able to so that I can 
impact the world with these three things, these three core values. And with everything that I do is to um, cut out all the, 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 the fillers and just concentrate on these three things. For example, in my podcast, what I can do is really focus more on the things that are inspirational and um, it's really helping us to be more, to bring up more integrity and kindness. So that can be one way that I can focus and use my core values to do that. And it can be anything. You, even if you're, let's say you're uh, a salesman, so how can you bring more integrity into your work? Integrity, kindness, and inspiration. How can you do that? Um, bring all more of that, your core values into every aspect of your life. So that's really what I mean by um, using the core values. So that every time you think of, hey, maybe my next step is that, then you evaluate, does that really resonate with me and with my core values? So if you know what your core values are, it really helps you to um, focus on only taking the actions and only um, going after those things that resonate with your core values. The other thing that I can suggest is to, in terms of finding out what next steps is, is to look at um, your mother's and your father's life. Because we pick our parents um, at an unconscious level. We do. We pick our parents. It's, no, it's not an accident. We pick our mother. We pick our father. It's because somehow on a soul level, there is something that resonates with what our mother's and our father's theme are. That's why we pick those parents so that they can set us on a particular path. So... If in doubt, if you're confused, then look at the, the basic is to get back to look at what your mother's life and what your father's life is about. And when you put the two together, then um, somehow therein lies a clue of what it is that you're here to do. For example, for myself, when I look at my mother's life, I mean, there are so many things because you, you know, you've been, I've known my mother like all my life. So, however, if I just have to um, describe what my mother's journey has been within one sentence, I can say that it's really to be independent. And when I look at my father's life and just boil it down to one sentence I can say that my father's life is really to transcend um, I would say to to break the ceiling break the ceiling uh, or break limitations so then that kind of is similar to what I'm here to do as well 
because being um, independent, or I should say freedom actually, is one of my value as well. In breaking boundaries, breaking ceilings, that's also something that resonate with me as well. So if in doubt, look at your mother's life and look at your father's life and try to put like describe your mother in just one sentence and your father in just one sentence and i would say that more likely than not you would have a, a fairly good idea what it is that you you really are here to do because usually um there is a, a resonance to maybe we don't like even when i i don't agree with my mother a lot of the times however i can honestly say that there is a lot of similarities in our life journey as well and i totally understand why i picked my mother as my mother because if I consciously choose it, would I do that? I may not have, but unconsciously, that's what's happening. So, and consciously, my ego may get in the way, but unconsciously, my soul picked that for me. That is a clue from my soul. That, that really, on some level, is also what I'm here to do as well. So knowing these, um, I would say these, these breadcrumbs, these kind of um, hint at the direction that has been you know kind of um, trickled down then that helps you to evaluate and helps you to pick out what is the the most appropriate or the most um, I would say like out of all everything that is um, laid out before me it actually when you know what's what's kind of your your soul print from your mother's side and from your father's side it helps you narrow it down to which direction or what actions that is the logical next step for you to do and then third um third method or third way is to ask yourself a few questions that will help you um get clear so these questions is just just a sample, but these questions are really questions that take away all the the, the regular limitations that we have that help that um, that's kind of been our excuses for not taking action. So the first one is the first question that you can ask yourself in order to find out what you really want to do is ask yourself the question. If you know that you could not fail no matter what, that you will succeed, what would you do or who would you be? Because the fear of failure is something that we, we use to, as an excuse for us to not do things. So take that away. If you know that you couldn't fail at whatever it is that you do, what would you be doing? So that is a question, one of the questions that you can ask yourself. And the next question is, if you knew that you have a hundred million dollars in the bank, you know that it's there and it will always be there, what would you do 
because money is um, a lot of times we stop ourselves from doing things because we think oh, okay we don't have enough money to do that so if we know that we have a hundred million dollars in the bank take the money equation out what would you do so find your answer to that question and the third and question it's kind of sample question is if you knew that you only have six months left to live what would you do so if you know that you only have six more months in this lifetime what would you be doing so this kind of, or like the other end of it is, if you knew that you had like another thousand years in your life, what would you want to start doing right now? The idea is to take away the time limitation and also to make it, an, and another way is to make time more urgent so that if you know that you only have six more months, then what would be the most important thing for you to get done before your time went out? And if your excuse is that there's not enough time, then give yourself permission that you have all the time in the world. You have the next thousand years or I don't know the next 10,000 years if you know you have that much time then what would you start to do right now so these are some of the questions or these are some of the the um, limitless questions that you can ask yourself to kind of find out what it is that is within you that you really wanted to do you really wanted to achieve so when you get more clear on these things when you get clear on your own core values and what really is important to you then it would help you it will help show you what it is that is the most appropriate next step for you so that's all i would like to talk about this evening about why am I here now and so um, I'm just going to stop the let's begin this meditation by just focusing within turn your attention within now just follow your own breath just breathe in easily and effortlessly and when you can breathe in no longer then start to breathe out and continue with this following your own breath easily breathing in and then breathing out 
And when you breathe in, allow your whole stomach to breathe out as well. Just allow your body to be, whole body to be breathing in, not just your chest area. Just allow your whole belly to be inflated as well as you breathe in. And then pull your belly in when you breathe out. So in other words, breathe like a baby. Like when you were a baby, you observe a baby. When they breathe, they don't just breathe in the chest. Their whole body is breathing in. And their whole body is breathing out. When you start to breathe that way, breathing in with your whole body, then you can actually start to elongate your breath as well. Continue to breathe in and breathe out. And as you breathe out, start to breathe out all the thoughts that's getting your attention. This is your time. This is time for you to communicate within, to look within. So anything that is not from inside you, let it go. And start to move from your mind, from your thinking function. Start to focus your attention and allow the focal point of your attention to move down from your head all the way back down into your heart. You can imagine that you are in an elevator as you get in. Just look for the button that says heart and press that button and ride that elevator and take all your attention from wherever it is at all the way down to your heart. And when the elevator stops, then you know that you're at your heart and allow the elevator doors to open up. And so, as you walk out of the elevator, imagine that you're actually walking into your heart. And just feel how it feels to be in your heart.
in your heart. Just feel that it's actually much quieter, more quiet. Way more quiet in your heart. And choose to focus on your feeling function, to feel rather than think. Just feel what it feels like to be in your heart. And just imagine that you are turning around in your heart and just feel what it feels like to be exploring your heart 360 degrees just kind of make a full circle to feel what each part of your heart feels like And keep on breathing in and breathing out as well. Remember that. And now let's call in some more energy to help you take down some veils. So have the intention, set the intention. to connect your heart with the consciousness of Mother Earth. Set that intention. All you have to do is just set that intention. Just set the intention to be connected with the consciousness of Mother Earth. and feel the support of Mother Earth. And now also, at the same time, set an intention to be connected to Father Son as well to a local solar star, the sun. Set the intention to be connected with Father Son as well. and feel how that feels to be connected with both Mother Earth and Father Son. 
And now set the intention to also be connected with the, con with the galactic central sun, the consciousness of galactic central sun as well. Feel what it feels like to have the input of the galactic central sun as well. And now also have the intention to be connected to source, the creative source as well. So that you are connected with all of creation. And all that is connected to your heart. And your heart is connected to your soul. The high aspects of you and just take a few more moments to feel what that feels like when you're in this expanded frame of consciousness You're connected with everyone that is on this call right now. And also those people that listen to this recording afterwards. And also all of creation as well. Feel your consciousness being in an expanded capacity now. And now Ask your soul as guidance. 
and ask your higher self to help you let go of some of the veils that you have decided to put on yourself to give you exactly the right experience, exactly the right human experience that is most appropriate for you. And now, start to expand that. And ask your soul to let go of as many of the veils that you have agreed to take on and have no judgment how many it is that should come off right now. Because these veils are not punishment. Those veils are the veils that you have decided to take on to give you a particular kind of experience. And now that you're ready to become more conscious and it is time to let go of as many of them that is appropriate now. Some of the veils may be regarding about what you think you know or what you think you don't know. And have the intention set the intention that from now on you choose you choose to know you choose to consciously know
some of those veils. Maybe to limit your own abilities. They may be related to fear because you're afraid. You're afraid to be able to do certain things. Because if other people know that you have these special abilities, you would be thought of as being strange. Or maybe even evil. Because you can do things that other people can't. So let go of these veils of fear. If it is appropriate. Allow yourself to be able to see the things that not everyone can see. If it is appropriate, allow yourself to be able to heal yourself in other people to the extent that it is appropriate. Let go of the veils to separate you from the higher levels of you. If it is appropriate. At one time, In the distance past, we actually have the ability to shift from the third dimension to the fifth, to the seventh, to the ninth, all within the same body. 
same consciousness, we can actually shift levels. And our body would actually shift in different shapes according to our levels of consciousness. However, we have severed that ability. If it is appropriate for you now, and have the intention to regain that ability again. But only if you wish to. We have certain veils that prevent us from being able to tap into other people's thoughts. However, at one point, even on Earth, we can actually communicate with each other telepathically. There are people who will be able to communicate with different tribes, people that are far apart. They don't need smoke signals or fire signals. They think they can actually telepathically send the message out without internet, without email be able to send thought patterns and be able to communicate with one another through great distance. We have somehow agreed to take on the veil that this allow that ability and if it is appropriate for you then ask for that veil to come off We have veils that prevent us from communicating with our soul families. Some of our soul families may not be on Earth. They may not be even in the same galaxy as us. And if it is appropriate for you, then ask for that. To have that veil that prevents us from connecting with our soul family consciously. 
because believe it or not, we actually are still in connection with them on a very unconscious level. We still feel them. And if you want to, ask for that veil to come off so that you can consciously communicate. with your soul family, no matter where they are, no matter which space and time continuum they may be, whether they are in form or in non-form, you can still communicate with them. They are veils that prevents you from tapping into the abilities that you have in your past lifetimes. If it is appropriate, ask for that veil to come down so that you can have access to all the abilities that you have accumulated throughout your many lifetimes on earth or on other planets. That is also yours for the asking if and when you're ready for that veil to come down. They are veils that you've taken on that prevents you from tapping into your lineage. You don't just have access to your own past abilities. You actually have access to all the abilities all of your ancestors from your mother's side or from your father's side. Perhaps one of your ancestors is a very good businessman or one of your ancestors is a great artist, a great musician, a great athlete. You have the ability to tap into all those talents 
if you so choose. So if it is appropriate, ask for that veil to come down so that you can tap into all the abilities from your lineage. Just imagine how much more is possible for you. When you know that you're the one that sets these limitations for yourself, not as a punishment, but simply because you were not ready for them to come down. Or maybe you were not ready to have that experience. And know that you are in the driver's seat. And you can ask when you're ready for these veils and so much more to come down so that you can start to regain the limitless part of yourself. All that is standing in your way is really processing and letting go of all your excuses. Because in this new energy, there's so much more possibilities that's available to you now. All you have to do is ask. And allow for the new possibilities to come in. Some of the veils that came down today, it may be down right away, and some may take a while. So in the next 
36 hours. Know that it may take all the way up to 36 hours for the veils to come down. So if there is particular ability, possibilities that you wish for, then start. to go forward and call on those abilities after this 36 hours time frame and notice how they come to you more easily. Not being able to see what you wanted to see. Not being able to know what you wanted to know. It's no longer an excuse. Because you can ask for the veils to come down. You are the one who allowed and kept it up in the first place. So he makes five breath. Make a choice. Decide for yourself whether you want to stay in meditation or you would like to come back into the room and join the rest of us and share your experience. It's entirely up to you. And for now, just know that the process will continue. You don't need to focus on it. Whatever it is that you have asked for and allowed to happen, it will continue to process in the background. So take a deep breath in and let it go. And breathe in one time more and let go. 
And then the third time in. And let it all go. The fourth breath in. And let it go. And then the last breath in. And let it all go. And you can either choose to come back into the room or keep on meditating. Thank you for your participation.